Welcome to Vibe, where we discuss our life experiences from the ups to the down to everything in between. Long time no see, everyone. Um, my name is Mario. Welcome to episode twelve, I think. It's been a long time since I actually recorded the episode since I just came back from Europe. Actually, like I think two weeks ago. So still. Slowly trying to settle in, um, so it's a little bit, it's a little bit hard to actually recording stuff these days. And I also had a lot of plan and just a lot of like goals that I set for myself. So one of them is I'm actually training for running a half marathon for the first time in my life this coming January of 2024 at the Rose Bowl half marathon. So most of my friends are. Running 5K, but given I've ran 5K there before, I didn't actually want to repeat it. So I'm actually forcing myself to train for half marathon. So I'm actually on day four now. I've been run running like five miles per day. So far, so good. Uh, the shoe that I ran in the beginning was like Nike Joyride, and it after like two days of running, it hurt my knees quite a bit. So I bought Hoka Clifton Nine just to test it out and see. So I'll keep you guys posted how that goes. Today I mainly really want to talk about kind of like my experiences from traveling in Europe and what supposedly to be a two weeks trip became like a three months trip for me, which probably the longest time i've ever been away like to go on a trip i guess and and the crazy thing about this trip also besides iceland i'm actually working as well while traveling so definitely a lot of like juggling going on and also a lot of like careful planning but also by traveling solo i have more flexibility of like what I can do and also what I wanted to do so yeah really want to kind of share those experiences and hoping to hear other thoughts as well from people who are listening so last time I think last episode I talked a little bit about my first month of traveling there in Europe I was in Iceland Norway Denmark Germany and Hungary and then I went back to UK and travel to a city called Cornwall, which is like the very like west side of UK. And I travel with friends for like a weekend. I think we rented a car and then yeah, drove there. Well, the the trip to Cornwall supposedly to be like a six days, supposedly to be six days, but given that we didn't have a lot of time, we just like basically uh, drove there like Saturday morning and then literally like come back on like I think Sunday or Monday night. So it was like very, very short trip, but it was like very fruitful because we did a lot given short amount of time, which it's kind of the norm of my travel these days and 
after staying in London, just taking a rest there for a little bit, for two weeks, I think, I started on another almost a month of trip in a couple other countries. So I found an air, well, found a, like a flight ticket that's really cheap to south of France in a city called Perpignan, which is like a Catalonia region. And then from there, I actually took the train to Barcelona, Spain, and then also went to Sevilla, south of southern of Spain as well. And then I basically took the ferry to a city in Morocco called Tangier. And from there, go to like another city in Morocco called Chepchon and spend a few days there. It was very pretty. Uh, Chepchon is known for like a blue town. Basically, most of the houses are blue. And I also went to like a national park that's like 45 minutes away from there. And just want to give a quick shout out of the kind of recent tragedy, tragedy that happened in Morocco. Uh, basically, there were like, two, I think more than 2,000 people that were uh, that died from the earthquake there. So yeah, praying for Morocco and hoping everyone is doing well there. And after Morocco, I actually took a ferry back to Sevilla. And then from there, I actually went to Portugal in the city of Lisbon and Porto. And then from Porto to the train back to Spain in Madrid. And then from there, I actually head to north of Spain in two cities called San Sebastian and Bilbao. And then I flew back to London after and yeah so like during this whole trip here the most challenging for me is like i basically have to wake up super early to travel in the morning and then get back to accommodation around like 2 3 p.m and also the hardest thing about working in spain is that even though like Portugal it has the same time zone as like UK. Spain is actually like an hour later. So I have to work. So I work in the US West Coast time and I have to work till like 2 a.m. So I'm pretty much pretty dead every day. But right, the thought of like actually waking up early in the morning to go travel actually, uh, that's like my driving force of like waking up super early. But after, after working at night until like one or two a.m. I'm like super tired every day. But it was worth it, I think. Uh, this trip was, entire trip in itself, uh, I think it was something I wanted to do for a long time, but just never execute on it. And I think the fact that initially I was just planning to be there for two weeks, turned out to be three months, was probably like not something I actually planned, but it just happened. Um, so... And I think this is probably like the longest time that I will ever like travel solo. Cause before I actually went to Busan, Korea, which I travel solo. And then I was in Japan, which I travel solo in Osaka, Kyoto and Nara. And again, these two countries are very safe. And I think Europe in general is pretty safe as well. At least the countries that I've been to. 
And so, I guess the main question is like, whether I feel anxious when traveling solo. In the beginning, maybe, but actually, like after like a week, I actually felt fine, be- just because I don't know. I think like the way I dress and backpacking and everything, it just feels like I didn't think people would like try to mess with me because I look so. <laughs> I guess you can say like touristy, but also local at the same time. So it's kind of like, and I think knowing the language also is important. Uh, knowing some Spanish, and. I think I, every country that I go to, I try to learn their hello and bye in their language first. And I think that kind of helped a lot uh, by greeting people in their languages, knowing that, you know, at least I, I'm trying to learn the culture and try to immerse in the culture rather than just right be a tourist. Uh, so as far as pros and cons, uh, pros definitely like, get to visit a lot of cities and countries with different culture and kind of just a different food as well. Get to try a lot of different type of food there. Cons and also pros, I think, are taking train. So I I did bought U Rail. So U Rail is basically like a think of it as like a pass that you can use to take a uh, train on like X amount of days. So I actually bought. 10 days worth of train uh, meaning like basically I can take like 10 days worth of unlimited train if it's part of a network and I think it cost me about $459 the reason I got it in the first place is because the in Norway I was visiting in the city of like Bergen and also Oslo and other couple, a couple other cities as well and the train from Oslo to Bergen at the time I think it was like 120 or like 150 one way so round trip is about 300 so the difference between that and the 10 days of EU rail is actually not that much difference so I just on the whim just bought that and yeah and then from there I actually got to learn a lot about how to use EU rail like how to navigate around seat reservation and whatnot I think that's like the most not not the most intuitive part and yeah i think after a while i get a hang of it and yeah but also like taking the train is fun as well like, you get to see a lot of scenery you get to meet like different people in the train especially if the train is long taking a while to to like get there but there were also times where i actually the train were super delayed so i actually missed the connecting train and had to kind of work something out to to basically get, get to the destination uh, so definitely I like, have to stay very flexible when it comes to traveling using train as far as like other cons I would say yeah I guess like if you work and travel like trying to be a like, digital nomad I guess like it's a little bit difficult um I, before i actually did this i thought it was like very easy i i did like similar things in london for like three weeks last year but actually three weeks is nothing when it compares to like three months so it's definitely like, taking tolls after a while and to be fair right like the working in europe 
using like US time zone is actually working out pretty okay. Imagine if I was in Asia, like it would be, it would be a nightmare, just because like the time is flip and yeah, basically I have to work like from midnight to morning. I think that would be like really difficult uh, to actually do anything on the weekdays. And as far as like how I plan the trip, I, like I mentioned, I think the reason since I got like the kind of like EU rail, like the train. I have to be like very flexible where I'm going. So I usually try to plan my next destination like a couple days out and then figuring out uh, what hostel is available and which hiking trail is nice to visit, what kind of like food or cafe to visit. I think those are like my main thing that I look for this time around and Compared to last year, I think this year I was more into not really country hopping, but more like for each country that I visit, I try to visit as many cities in there as possible so I can actually get to immerse in the like whole culture there than just like, you know, go to one city and then hop to another country in one city and then hop another one again. So it was pretty good. I think. I actually like this style of like traveling to understand the culture more than just like hopping around the countries. And, and I think living in a hostel is also like very fun. Uh, it, it wasn't like, I, I didn't get to experience a hundred percent fully of hostel experience this time around just because I have to work nighttime in Europe. So that's when people like, you know, they have social events, they have, games and things like that but but still you know I get to actually meet quite a few interesting kind of a fellow travelers uh, that stay in hostel so for example like one one Germans that I met he cycled all the way from like North Germany to the south tip of like South Germany and he basically like camped using a hammock which Apparently, from what he told me, is that camping in the wild is prohibited in Germany. But if you actually just stand up a hammock, uh, it's not considered as wild camping. So, I, so he he told me it's fine. And the funny thing is, when it rains, he told me that he would just knock on like a farmer's door, and just sleep in the shed, which I thought was pretty hardcore. But somehow he made it work, and also met another girl who was trying to do the hut to hut hiking from Germany to Italy. And another grandpa, a like 70 years old grandpa that was able to match my pace in hiking uh, in Oberstdorf. So it's like a, a German Alps location. And the hike was not easy either. It's like a moderate to like hard hike. And he was able to kind of keep up with me and then was kind enough to actually buy me a beer a classic you know drinking beer in Germany uh, but yeah of course I mean I'm not really like a drinking person but I couldn't reject his request you know and he, he was pretty nice too uh, so it was fun uh, as far as experience I think uh, solo traveling definitely 
force me to kind of like think uh, maybe do a lot of problem solving on my own and not relying on others as much as possible just like just the process of like okay this is the problem how do we go about solving it in a more logical way than emotional i guess like feels very i guess i, I could classify myself as like logical person but i think like sometimes right, we can actually make decision out of impulse and it would affect how we actually make decision but i think the fact that this trip actually taught me about how to not like not letting like small little nitty-gritty things like get to me and actually just you know, think more about like how do i go about solving the problem and yeah, yeah given the problem at hand how do i go about like approaching it and just do it step by step uh was pretty rewarding i think and then so i used to hate like solo hiking uh sorry like solo traveling in general but i think from this trip i actually start liking it more now of course the cons is like i i can't just order like a bunch of food by myself and finish it up by myself comparing say by traveling with friends i have that option everyone can order different things and share but i think just the flexibility of like being able to right do as many things as i want do as little things as i want as well did kind of shape like how i wanted to create the experience that i wanted to experience and so it yeah it's, it's nice once in a while to like not having people giving any opinion of like how i travel and how i want to go travel just like you know just me and me time and i can do whatever i want i think that's like very rewarding in some ways and and when I, whenever i travel with friends i mean i do enjoy travel with friends but sometimes you know of course like um it's almost like a give or take right there are things that we may have to take out because right, we travel as group and have to accommodate for everyone but traveling solo right is on my own time i can i can basically re revise my trip as i wanted and i think the challenges for me is still definitely language and i felt that if i can actually speak the local language fluently it will make my life much easier uh, compared to say like speaking like broken spanish plus using some hand wavy sign as well to kind of help me communicate what i want to communicate but it was also fun doing that as well the kind of reward is like basically i i think i get to see how I guess local live their life for different country and different cities. It, I probably it's probably already a broken record at this point. But every time when I go travel, it just feels like, yeah, sometimes I just like appreciate being in U.S. and living here. And there are so many things that are like so different in another country that I didn't think it was possible. But also, 
I think another interesting thing, right, is like not everything revolve around U.S. and there are such like there are so many like small little things that I found to be very interesting when I travel abroad and just even the things that local do can be very different and a lot of cities in Europe are very walkable so it's very different as well compared to the US and I had to use a lot of public transportation when I was in Europe versus in US I can just drive my car to go wherever I want so it was much easier and as far as like favorite country I think well I'm kind of biased in a way because I I rank the country based on like kind of like what hiking trails were the best so it's definitely not so the city will be like disadvantage so things like London may not have like a lot of hiking trail unless you actually go out to uh, say other city up north or like west side or even the southern side of London I think has like a better trails there but my favorite country so far in this trip I think I would say Iceland for sure just because it's a small country but there are so many things you can do there and then the landscape is very different even like 15 minutes of driving like the landscape is already different from 15 minutes here to 15 minutes another and my second one I think Germany it's, it's funny because last year when I was in Germany I actually went to like this Garden National Park and then this time around uh, I went to Oberstdorf, Germany so I actually didn't get to visit like a big city like Munich or Berlin I passed by using train I was at a train station but like I wasn't like out and about so so I don't know how I how how it is work like traveling in in those cities but as far as like the cities i've been to thus far which is like a little bit outskirt of more like rural area they are actually like quite nice and actually surprisingly like it way more than other country um, my third on the list is actually morocco just because i think one is like the first african country that I ever visited but also the country well it's a city that I visited are heavily influenced by multiple culture from like European culture to African culture just like very different experience and yeah I get it to like basically like check out a lot of like local things to do and I also went to the national park I think just yeah i think the experience I, I can't really explain like the differences but i think it's it's a good thing i think it was fun in morocco and i also got to meet like few others travelers or i guess like backpackers right i had like a friend that actually came from south korea and just out of the whim that was traveling in morocco for like a few weeks and uh, had someone that was in France, live in France, and then doing internship in Morocco, and then also someone else from Switzerland that actually was in Morocco too. And funny enough, 
all four of us actually share a meal together and yeah and share stories and kind of like you know, what we like and what we don't like and where we are heading to next i think it's kind of fun to do that because everyone sort of like have their own timeline and have their own kind of thought on things that they view as say good or bad uh interesting places to visit and and the fact that like all four of us are from different kind of background from different country it, it just gives like a very good perspective of like how people think about things and yeah it, it was really really fun uh doing that and i actually want to close this by like thinking about the next destination that i want to go to uh, i mean i know i just came back from the trip but i usually already think ahead of like places i wanted to go so i think like not really immediate but after visiting norway i visited a few cities and also did the tortonga hike which was pretty fun but i think in the future if i go there again i'll definitely try to go to further north like lofoten island from what i heard it's like very pretty and would love to go there to do some hiking in the summer as well and i think main priority right now i think will be traveling in asia and also new zealand i think that's like new zealand has been on my bucket list for a long time so i think and i already asked a few friends and they were like interested to go so it's just a matter of like planning it and trying to figure out when is the best time to go but as far as like Asia, I think my first country that I really want to visit is Indonesia. I it's su- it's surprising, right? Because I like I'm actually from Indonesia, but like I like I can I can count with my finger how many cities I've been there. Like no more than 3 or 4 cities. And from what I research or from what I read, from what I see, I think it, like Indonesia has a lot to offer. There are so many islands, there are so many like things you can do from hiking a volcano to uh, Pink Beach to just swimming in like a blue-ish water that you can find. I think there are just so many things to do there and I, I would love to kind of like backpacking from coast to coast. Uh, just want to kind of like go back to the route and yeah just just learn more about the country that I was born in and definitely like other asian country like china which i think i've been wanting to go for a while just haven't gone and then also during covid the flight ticket was like crazily expensive but now it has come down considerably so i think it's now it's more affordable to visit now and of course there are many other countries like Taiwan, uh, Philippines and couple other like Asian countries that I haven't been and haven't explored too much yet and would love to go there someday. But yeah, but now I'm just back home, just kinda regroup and think about like what is the next steps. And yeah, that's kinda like where I'm at at the moment. And and also, I think yeah, I, I I have too many too much content right now. Uh, just didn't have t- 
time to actually like editing the videos or even posting pictures and like re Instagram reels and things like that I'm pretty slow these days just because yeah after work I just have like doing the run and doing other things and I'm just tired at the end of the day and couldn't do much but but I'm hoping to spend some time editing the video I took so many videos when I was in Europe and with the goal in mind that I really want to create a lot of like different episodes on YouTube so I can actually share it so yeah uh, stay tuned and yeah follow my Instagram you'll, you'll see a lot of content there hopefully soon and yeah I'll talk to you guys next time and if you like this content please follow us on Pod in Instagram or email us at bbackpod at gmail.com and we'll see you guys in maybe two weeks time